This is episode number 333, and you are entering the solo round. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome, everyone, to a beautiful day here in Los Angeles. I'm looking out over the Hollywood Hills and the Sunset Strip and all of West Hollywood here in the Greatness Studios, and I'm so excited to connect with you today. Now, today, I thought I would do something different. You know, every Monday and Wednesday, we do interviews, typically, but I've been getting a lot of requests from you saying, hey, we want more of you, Lewis. We love the guests you bring on, bringing on a lot of great guests we want to hear more about you, more of your tips and strategies for business and lifestyle and chasing your dreams and all that great stuff. Uh, so, so I'm flattered. I appreciate it. And I thought I would do a quick little solo round. And this is the top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur. Now, a lot of the questions I get is about building a business online. It's about figuring out what your dream is and how to make a full-time living doing the thing that fills you up because that's what life is all about. It's about chasing the thing that makes you come alive and getting paid to do it. Now, some of you um, are already entrepreneurs and you're looking to get to the next level online. You're looking for more leads, traffic, sales. Um, you want to make more money. That's what it's all about. Bigger audience, bigger bank account, right? Which could help you create bigger impact on the community and the world. And some of you are at jobs or you're just graduating or you're just, you want to do something on the side. Um, you know, and then there's other people listening who you like the team you're on right now. You like the company you're at you, and, you know, starting something new terrifies you and it's really not what your, what your strengths are. You don't want to start something and manage it all on your own and that's okay. But there are ways you can build your the brand of you from what I'm going to be talking about. Um, so if you're not thinking about being an entrepreneur, I still highly recommend this because you are an entrepreneur whether you're working for someone or not. You're always going to be selling yourself. So this is the top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur. Again, I've been doing this for about seven, eight years now, building a business online. Uh, we've done you know multiple, multiple, multiple seven figures over the years. Had a ton of mainstream press, you know, featured in, uh, you know, New York Times, number two in the New York Times bestseller list for the entire month. Uh, been featured in People Magazine, you know, covers of magazines, pretty much every mainstream press you can think about, Fox, ABC, um, Huffington Post, Fast Company, Inc., Entrepreneur, you know, pretty much everything you can think of. We've got a lot of press covered in it. And uh, it doesn't happen by accident, right? We don't just generate these sales by accident. It doesn't, we don't just put something out there and it works. There is a system. There's a strategy. There's a formula. And I want to talk about these five key things. You know, these are some basic things that a lot of people missed out on. A lot of people don't think about. And they get too caught up in what they're doing that they forget to really build something sustainable and something inspiring and something that is smart. So we're going to talk about those five things today. And also at the very end, I'm going to give you guys a, a resource. I'm going to give you guys a brand new free resource. So if you stick around at the end, I'll talk about how you can get my free resource on my top 10 must have resources for online entrepreneurs. And I'll give you the link for that at the end. 
because we just released it, and I want you guys to get that right now. And I'm going to be doing more business and entrepreneur um, content because you guys have been asking for this. We just did a podcast about the power of high-end masterminds. Big response on that. So we're going to be covering a, a wide range of topics in the future like we have been. But I want to get into some really the online entrepreneur stuff because these have been questions that have, people have been asking me more and more lately. So make sure to stick around to the end. We'll talk about the resource on how to get my top 10 must-have resources for successful on, on, online entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Okay, guys, let's dive into this. This is the solo round, and I'd love for you to share this out with your friends as well. It's lewishouse.com slash 333, the top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur. And let's dive in. The first thing, now this is the thing that so many people, they just, they just aren't clear. They aren't clear on what it is they want. And because they're not clear, it hurts them. They're constantly going from thing to thing. So number one is to commit to a clear vision. Make sure to write this down right now. Number one, commit to a clear vision. And Seneca said, to the person who does not know where he wants to go, there is no favorable wind. Okay, guys, what does that mean? Here's what I get. Questions and, and people Snapchatting me and posting comments on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and emailing all the time asking for advice about this. I don't know how to build my business. I don't know how to go after what I want. I don't even know what I want. You've got to get clear first. And I remember, you know, I am very clear. This is the thing about me that is one of my advantages. I have like this deep desire in my gut that is like my soul is aching for these dreams that I have. And so I don't know if this is just how I'm made up or the, the messed up and screwed up things I've gone through in my childhood that have made me, uh, you know, want to create great things in the world and, and be better in the future and have these big dreams for myself. I'm not sure what it is, but I've always had these big dreams. And I think all of us have dreams inside of us. We all have something we desire, something we want, something that we see that's a symbol for us that we say, wow, one day it'd be cool to be that, to create that, to have that, to do that. But somewhere along the way, we fail over and over. People ridicule or criticize us. Um, we lose the, the dream. We lose the worthiness. We lose the imagination. A lot of it comes down to having imagination. And when we're stuck to our phones constantly or applying to the busyness of the day, day-to-day -day grind just to like get by, it's hard to imagine what's possible. It's hard to imagine something we want to create. So first things first, guys, is we got to get clear. 
we got to get really clear on what it is we want. And I like to focus on bigger dreams, um, you know, in the future. You know, I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an all-American athlete. And it was hard to say, okay, in 15 years, I'm going to be an all-American athlete when I go to college. But I just focused on the smaller goals. Every six to 12 months, I would break it down. Now, I'd say, what do I need to do in these next six months to get better to achieve the mini goal, making the freshman team, making the JV team, making the varsity team, getting a college scholarship, you know, and then setting myself up to be in a position to achieve the, the vision, and the vision and a dream may not always happen. Here's the thing, guys. Things happen along the way. Accidents happen. Um, you know, we fail. We realize we don't love it anymore. Whatever it may be, you may not build the business that you want or hit the exact numbers that you want. If you say you want to make a million dollars this year in the next 12 months, you may not exactly hit it. You got to be very disciplined to hit these big goals. You know, big goals and big dreams require big responsibilities and big committed actions. Okay. So this is the thing I, you know, another, another thing that I did, I was like eight years ago, I said, I want to be a New York Times bestseller. I was just like a dream of mine. You know, I was on my sister's couch, injured, had no college degree, no experience. I was in debt, had never made money in my life except for truck driving and being a bouncer and making $250 a week as an uh, arena football player. And I almost flunked out of English in high school. But I had the imagination. I was allowing myself to dream and said, one day, I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. Now, I didn't know how long it was going to take, but I knew I had to take consistent, big actions on a daily basis to develop new skills and create results so that I could build the audience, get the resources, get the experience to eventually write a book and then have the opportunity to maybe hit the New York Times list. All we're looking to do is create the opportunity for ourselves to hit that vision, to hit that dream. You may not always hit it, though. And I may have not have hit it. You know, I may have spent eight years developing myself as a human being and building businesses and making millions and all these things to position myself to eventually achieve my vision and my dream. And it may not have happened. But I would have created so much great things along the way and had so many other successes that, hey, the journey would have still been worth it. But a lot of us hold back our visions and our dreams, and we never allow ourselves to imagine. So I want you to take a moment today to imagine if I could have anything, be anything, do anything, create anything, no matter how big, stupid, or silly it sounds to me right now, what would that be? And you need to think about this in terms of your business. What do I want to create? And then why do I want to create it? If it's to prove someone wrong or to whatever, if it's coming from a negative place, then it's not going to be rewarding. So you got to think of this from a place of inspiration and love and joy, not a place of uh, I'm doing this to prove my parents wrong or something. You know, it's got to be to to inspire and serve other people. So that is number one. Commit to a clear vision. What do you want in your business? How much money do you want to make? What is the message? What is the offering? Why are you doing this? Get clear. And all, listen, please, 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 please only focus on doing the stuff that, you're, that you enjoy doing, that you love, and that sh- brings you joy. You know, if you're just doing something to make money, and I get it, there might be like a couple of years, a year or two where you've got to work 
on something that you don't love because you don't have the time or the resources or whatever to pay someone else to do those tasks. So there's going to be some stages that you may have to do some stuff you don't love. But if you're working towards your vision that you love, then that's all good. If you're just selling something, if you're a guy that hates, I don't know, beauty products and you decide to sell fake nails to girls, but you hate the product, but you think like, oh, I can make money doing this. I would say, don't do that. It's not going to be fulfilling or rewarding. And it's not what your soul is calling you to do. So get very clear on what you were born to do. I'm telling you guys, this is going to help you create so much more momentum. It's going to help serve you when things get challenging and exhausting and rough and, ch- and rocky because there are moments and seasons that it's going to happen. You can't always just be smooth all through life. The bigger the dream, the bigger the obstacle. So find the thing that your soul is speaking to you about and then start moving one step at a time. Take one step every single day towards that bigger vision and bigger dream. That's the first thing. Commit to a clear vision. Number two, create captivating design over quick dollars. Now, here's the thing, guys. If you chase the dollar with crappy design, you're going to be ignored long-term. you got to make sure that you are constantly looking for ways to improve and increase your design. The way things look matter. Now, I'm not saying you need to be constantly putting on a fake image and focused on your image in this process, but you need to be intentional with the way you're connecting with your um, your images, your messaging, your design. What you put out into the world online matters. And when you create something that's cheap looking, you're going to get those type of results, cheap results, cheap customers, you know, cheap excuses, all those other things. When you put something out, quality design, and you focus on it, people resonate with that design. You know, you're going to attract what you put out there. Put out quality, high-end, beautiful, clean, simple design. It doesn't have to be this crazy expensive thing, but you need to be intentional and grounded about what you want to put out there. Then you're going to attract the quality of customer, lead, opportunity, business deal, speaking gig, book deal, etc. that you want and deserve. But if you do this, rush it and just throw it out there without being intentional or having the skills to do it, then you're going to get that type of results. Now, I get it. Your response may be, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the skills to do this myself. You got to get creative here. You know, if you want something bad enough, you got to be willing to be creative to get out of your comfort zone. So use designcrowd.com or some other, you know, fiber.com to get started, but just make sure you're constantly evolving and improving your design and being very intentional about it when you get started, okay? Now, when I got started investing my design, my first website design was horrible looking. If I could find a screenshot of my first design, probably make me want to puke. I, uh, you know, I pretty much just had like a weird looking banner of a photo of myself and a bad little logo of my name, but that's what I had to get started. And I, I still even spent, I spent more money than I had on that. You know, I still spent like 500 bucks on a designer to do that for me. And listen, at the time it wasn't as bad. This was like eight years ago, but for me, like looking back, it's, thinking about it, it's like horrible. But if I would have said, well, I'm going to wait till I have the money. I'm going to wait till I have the resources. And then I'm going to design something that I'm really proud of. You know, I'd have been waiting for years. So you've got to create captivating design as opposed to just trying to make the quick dollar. And even if you don't have a website, whatever you put out there, if it's just social media to start, that's fine. But just make sure that you 
have great photos. You know, I'm constantly, I just did a photo shoot in Nashville last week and spent an hour, about an hour and a half with a photographer and got like 15 to 20 incredible shots that were amazing. And we just did a little trade. I said, listen, I'm going to help promote you with these photos. Let's also, you know, if I can help with any advice on this new startup you have, I'm happy to give feedback and advice and give you some strategy. But I'm constantly doing, you know, photo shoots every two to three months because people care about, I mean, it, it matters to be top of mind. You need nice quality images. Images are what we connect and resonate to the most. If you have a headshot of yourself from five years ago and use the same photo for everything you have on all social media and you're not intentional about it, you're going to get that type of result. So invest in design, invest in your brand, invest in the high quality photos. You know, I've got a full-time designer on my team now because I was outsourcing so many projects to different places that I just said, you know what? I really need to unify my design and brand, and it's helping me sell more. It's helping me get more high-end speaking deals. I mean, my speaking gigs are going through the roof. People are signing me up for twenty-five grand a pop left and right right now, and design helps create that perception. So focus on creating captivating design over just going uh, for the quick dollar. Number three, stand for quality content and quality messaging. All right, guys, this is the thing. Uh, you know, before I really built an online you know, website and presence, I was making a lot of good money. I was making good money just doing webinars and selling directly to uh, a sales page. I didn't even have really like a website. I had lewishouse.com. But I was posting like once every few weeks just to have like a personal brand site. But I wasn't really building my audience from that. I was building an audience just from using webinars and generating leads that way. And then I was selling every time at the end of the webinar. And, you know, we were making $2.5 million a year for a couple of years there just doing that process. But I never built up any content that was really consistent with the message of who I was. And I wanted to start putting that out there. So three and a half years ago, I shifted and started doing a weekly podcast. And the School of Greatness began and started. And man, has my life changed. My business has transformed. Um, since I started putting out quality content and quality messaging, Anne Hanley says that good content is not storytelling. It's telling your story well. And the thing is, as... I started my podcast. I had no clue really how to interview people or how to run a podcast. I asked some friends and, you know, did some research and got the information I needed or whatever. But really, you're not going to become great at something until you do it, until you apply it. So again, there's so many people. There's someone told me the other day, they were like, I want to start a podcast and I want to launch it four months from now. Once I have everything ready and I feel good about it and this and that, I'm like, you know, you should try to launch it in the next two weeks because you're going to miss out. On four months of putting content out there and building an audience to wait and hope that you're ready. You're never going to feel ready. Like I've, this is episode 333, and I still feel like I'm not fully where I need to be as an interviewer. I'm still learning. I'm getting feedback. I review how I show up, how the questions I ask, how I'm responding. Am I interjecting too much? Am I asking too many questions at once? You know, I'm listening to myself and learning every single time. The thing is, we're human beings. You got to give yourself a break, put something out there, and then focus on being better the next post, the next piece of content. Focus on improving through the learning and the action taking. 
but you got to stand for quality, consistent content and messaging. And I, you know, I started off with my first interview. It was like an interview I did on my computer over a webinar and it didn't even sound that good, but it was good content. And you just got to be willing to put yourself out there and say, all right, I'm going to get better tomorrow and focus on that next day. If I would have waited, you know, the last three and a half years, I wouldn't have been able to, I've got an incredible team of about eight or nine people on my team right now, full-time and part-time. You know, I hit my dream of being a New York Times bestseller because I started putting out consistent quality content. I had, I think, about 12,000 people on my email list before I launched my podcast. And now I think it's, I don't know, 175,000 people on the email list. And it's because we've been putting out great content, you know. I'm investing so much in the production of my podcast, the quality of my contest, reaching out to big name guests to bring them on, you know, flying around the world sometimes to do these interviews, whatever it may take to put stuff out there that is going to resonate with my audience. So you've got to be willing to say, hey, here's the thing I love. Here's my product, my service, my business, my software, my event, my coaching, whatever it may be. And I'm going to serve my audience for free. By putting out resourceful, informational, inspiring content. And in that process, I'm going to give you clear messaging on how it can support you. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host canva presents unexplained appearances it was an ordinary workday until that presentation appeared out of thin air also it's eerily on brand Wait, did that agenda just write itself words appear making this unexplainable case unexplainable it's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. Clear steps, processes, systems that's going to help you overcome a challenge, make you feel better, healthier, happier, whatever it is that your service is. You've got to create inspiring content around that. And you've got to do what works best for you. You know, I'm not the greatest writer. It's like harder for me to write all the time, but I enjoy connecting with people and I love asking questions and interviewing people. So for me, I said, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. And I just started off with audio. And then I said, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was like, I really want to maximize on YouTube and Facebook video. So I hired a full-time videographer to shoot and edit. And now we're doing video interviews. So we're just taking it to another level every time I have the resources and the skills it's like, let's step it up. Now let's step it up one day at a time, one day, one step at a time to get closer to the big vision that we have. So number three, stand for quality content and clear messaging. And I did an interview the other day with Don Miller, and he said that, you know, we want to speak in a, we want to have messaging that's for a fourth grader. If our messaging is more sophisticated for an eighth grader, we're going to lose people. So keep it 
to a fourth grader level of the messaging on our website, on the things that we say when we're delivering our product or service. It's got to be very simple for people to understand. Number four. So number four of the top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur is to choose the best systems and build a great team. So systems, systems and team kind of go hand in hand. And for me, uh, they could be two different bullet points, but I'm putting them together. And Michael Jordan says that talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence wins championships. So if you want to achieve world-class results, whether you're uh, you know trying to get six figures, seven figures, eight figures, whatever, however many millions you want to make or however much you want to make, if you're trying to achieve the best results that you can and be one of the best in your industry and be reputable and have great um, integrity and great customers and really be at a high standard. If you want to be, you know, the only way to do this game in life is to, to work towards being at the highest standard we can be, especially in business, seeing that there's so much noise and distraction and crappy business people out there that are just, I don't know. I just feel like people aren't doing it to the best of their abilities or they're at least not even trying you know, listen, when I started out, that was the best of my abilities at the time. And uh, we, you have to measure where you're at in your, your life and the finances you have and the skill sets you have. And it all depends on where you're at. I couldn't have done this seven, eight years ago because I didn't know these things, right? So I'm trying to help you guys really get ahead here. You got to choose the best systems in the team. And, you know, I'm starting, I'm launching a huge course next month, my biggest course ever. So many people have been asking me again for a course like this. It's called Legacy, and it's teaching people how to build an online empire. So everything that I've done from building the audience to generating the traffic to doing the design to creating the courses and the products and the offering and price points and the marketing systems, teams, legal, accounting, everything that I've done to build my brand, all the facets, all the ways I've brought in money, all of those things. People have been saying, how do I replicate everything that you've done, Lewis? And we're putting an entire course out there, a premium level course that teaches just those things. I've spent the last six months developing this. It is so much detailed step-by-step -step video training content, beautiful design, uh, resources, process maps, everything that you need all in one training. And I said the only way that I'm going to be able to create my best course ever, the highest level premium course that's going to help people build their business and build their own empire around doing the thing that they love the most is if I have the team and the systems in place because there is no way that I can create all the content myself, write it all out, record it myself, use the teleprompter myself, design it myself, code it myself, uh, you know, all the different elements of creating a high-level product. There's no way I can do it alone. So I started hiring my team. I hired my full-time video person. I hired a full-time designer. We hired the programmer, my project manager, content creator, all the elements of the team. We found A-team players to create an A-team product so we can help people get quality results. And that's the goal. If you've got an offer, product, service, coaching, you want to make sure that you're creating the best solution you can to get the best results for people. That's what this is all about. Business is about serving people. And you want to make sure you give them the best experience possible in that level of service. Tweet that out if you like that one. I like that one. And here's the thing. 
team and systems. You can get the great team, but if you don't have systems in place, man, it's going to take a lot more work. It's going to take a lot more energy, time, money, frustration. It might actually break your team up and confuse people because if there's no processes and systems in place, it's going to be exhausting. Your team is going to be fighting as opposed to coming together. So there are a number of things that we do to have systems and processes in place. Um, you know, one of the things that I found extremely beneficial, just a simple thing that can go a long way. And in my course, we break down every system and process that I have specifically and how you can use it. So be on the lookout for that when it comes out. But the simple thing that everyone should do right now, whether you have one person on your team or a hundred people on your team, I really believe in the power of coming together once a week. And we do this on my team. This is just what works for me. And we've got, again, about nine, ten people total um, who are kind of in the internal team. Then we've got, um, you know, companies that we hire, agencies that we hire uh, uh, on the outer limits of the team that work with our team. But I don't bring them into the mix here because they're not in-house. And what we do is we meet for about 45 minutes on Mondays. Um, we pick a time every Monday and we, we get on a video conference call because I like to see my team members because about half of them are here in LA. The other half are kind of spread out in the country. So for me, I want to see my team once a week at least. And obviously there's check-ins throughout the week and other systems that we have in place to manage all that. But I like to see everyone once a week. And in this process, I usually ask three simple questions. Um, the questions vary, but the first one is always the same. What are you most grateful for? We start the week with gratitude. We start the week with what we've been excited about, what we're grateful for. That kick starts us into really reminding us how much good we have in our lives, how much we're good. And people share personal things, business-related things, whatever it may be. But what are you most grateful for right now? And that sets the tone for the week. Gratitude sets the tone to bring in more abundance in your life. So focusing on that. Um, and then I usually ask, you know, what's a big challenge that you want to overcome this week? Or also, what's the thing you're most excited about completing? Um, you know, I'll ask a few different questions after that, but those are a couple that I do. We use a, a thing called Zoom. I believe it's called Zoom. You can use Google Hangouts or something like that or Skype. But we use Zoom and it's a like a video conferencing app on your computer and allows you to connect with your team. So for me, I find it so valuable. The people who are in LA come and we meet in person and the other people, uh, we just meet over zoom and it's so powerful. You've got to be willing to build the team, create relationship with your team and have the systems in place for your team to help them and empower them to build your business and build the engine for you because you can't build the empire on your own. If you want to be a successful online entrepreneur, you've got to learn to empower A team players around you and build the systems in place and the processes in place so the engine runs even when you're not working. That is the key. That's one of the main things we talk about in my new program, Legacy. So that's point number four. Choose the best systems and team. And point number five, this is a big one, the final one. So this is the top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur. Point number five is to learn to promote and market yourself. Now, Tom Fishburne said, the best marketing doesn't feel like marketing. You've got to learn and to embrace to bring you the promoter out of you. I don't care, you know, who you are, what you're afraid of, your challenges, 
if you cannot put yourself out there, it's going to be hard to build an empire and be a successful online entrepreneur. You've got to be willing to do it to start if you're a solo entrepreneur, but eventually you've got your team who can support in the messaging and the marketing. But here's the thing. I started out not knowing anyone, having zero connections, zero business experience, no money, all these different things we talked about. And I was terrified to put myself out there, but I said, the only way to build is to build relationships. And so I started building one-on-one relationships over LinkedIn, where I'd email people and put myself out there that way. Then I started going to little local social media meetups and tweet ups. And then I started creating my own LinkedIn networking events, putting myself out there. And I was terrified. I was so terrified to host my first event. Like I was this 24 year old kid with no experience. I remember I only had one suit jacket and I like wore this suit jacket and a button up white shirt and a, you know, nice pants. And I went to this thing and I was terrified because everyone was like in their thirties and forties and were business owners and had created a lot. And I just created this group on LinkedIn where I started promoting and, and, putting this event together for everyone, but I needed to do something to get out of my comfort zone so that I could build quality relationships. I did that online. I did that offline and it's allowed me to cultivate an audience, attract an audience because I've been willing to put my content out there on the line. I've been willing to promote myself, promote my products, my services. I've gotten to the point guys where I will call people one by one if I need to. If I need to sell something out or get people to sign up for my book launch, I was emailing people one by one, messaging people on Facebook, Twitter, one by one, calling people, showing up at people's houses and asking them to buy books one by one. I was so committed, again, to number one, my committed to a clear vision. I was so committed to my book being a New York Times bestseller and hitting the sales results that I uh, that I wanted that I said, okay, that means I get to promote myself and market myself the way I know how to online. But also, that means i got to get out of my comfort zone. If I want to create crazy dream results, right? If I want to create big-time results, i got to be willing to do big-time moves. i got to be willing to be a big-time player and step up and be willing to do whatever it takes to get out of my comfort zone, to connect with people, and ask for them to buy. You've got to be willing to promote and market yourself even when it feels uncomfortable. That's the way you build a business, by getting your message out there. Do it in a way where you create content you love and that helps other people, and you won't have to promote yourself as hard because the content will share itself. If you inspire and educate and entertain people and give great resources, that's something that someone else will want to share, and they'll help build your audience for you. So once you start putting in the work, learning the systems, building the team, standing for quality content and messaging, creating captivating design over quick dollars, and committing and getting a clear vision, then the things start to build positive momentum. The engine starts to fuel itself here, and you really start to see the benefits. The thing is, when we miss out on a few of these things, even one or two of these things, say we have number two through five, where we've got great design, we have quality content, have a great team and good systems, we're there to promote and market our products and services, but if we don't have number one, if we don't have a clear vision, man, the team is going to be like, 
What are we doing every day? What's going on? What are we promoting? Why are we changing from thing to thing? Who's the leader here? What are we really working towards? People want to be inspired by a dream, by a mission, by something bigger than themselves. And if you are not clear, then your team will not be clear, and they will be off to someone bigger and better or a better company than you. So you got to get clear. Again, if you have number one um, through five and you leave out design and you have crappy design, maybe you've got a great offer, but you've got really spammy looking design or just not intentional or focused in any way, then people aren't going to sign up for as much. So it doesn't matter how good the content is. doesn't matter how good the team and the systems are. doesn't matter how much you promote it. If it looks like crap, no one's going to want to buy crap. So again, each one of these points builds on another. Number one, I'll say them all over again. Commit to a clear vision. Number two, create captivating design over quick dollars. Number three, stand for quality content and messaging. Number four, choose the best systems and hire an incredible team. And number five, learn to promote and market yourself or your brand. That's it. Top five ways to succeed as an online entrepreneur. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into this, and I cover a lot of this in my brand new course that comes out in about a month called Legacy, all about how to build your online empire. Now, I told you guys about a free bonus gift for sticking around. And if you want to get my top 10, a lot of people ask me this, hey, what's your top resources? What do you use? What are the tools, the systems, the softwares that you use to help you be successful online entrepreneur? So I decided to put it together and it's absolutely free. It's called my top 10 must have resources for successful online entrepreneurs. And if you go to this website right here, write this down and go there right now, lewishouse.com slash business, lewishouse.com slash business. Open it up on your phone, on computer, wherever you are right now, go there, open it up. And uh, you just have to type in your name and your email. I'm going to send you a beautifully designed PDF with my top 10 must-have resources that all successful online entrepreneurs have. Again, these are the things that I use and a lot of my big entrepreneur friends use. I've asked them what they use, and this is it. So if you want to know if you're doing it the right way, if you're using the right tools, the right things in place for your business to build your systems, then make sure to download this guide right now. Don't wait. Do it right now. lewishouse.com slash business. Today's episode was brought to you by Lisa Mattresses. Again, I've been trying this new mattress, guys, for a few weeks now, and I'm getting great sleep, and I love the quality of it. I love to optimize my performance in all areas of my life, and the cool thing about it is this mattress isn't that expensive. They start at 525 bucks, and again, they're 100% American-made. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to go to a store to go pick it out. They shipped it to me. I just took it out of the box, put it on my box springs, and there I had a brand new bed. Now, the Wall Street Journal, again, is calling Lisa the Uber of mattresses. And on top of that, the Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell to a shelter. So think of them like Tom's and Warby Parker, but for mattresses. Again, you can try the mattress today, risk-free, Plus, get $75 off your purchase by going to lisa.com slash greatness. Again, that's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash greatness. Go ahead and check it out. Check out the site. See all the great reviews and let me know what you think. Again, lisa.com slash greatness today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share this with your friends. I want to do more entrepreneurial business mindset focused 
not interviews, but interviews with myself, I guess, solo rounds. So if you enjoyed this, leave a comment on the blog. It's lewishouse.com slash 333. We'll also have uh, a link to the show notes with all the, the things that we talked about with the bullet points from this episode. And also we'll link up the, uh, the free resource, um, the, uh, the top 10 must-have resources for online entrepreneurs there as well. So we'll have that link there. Go to lewishouse.com slash 333, the number 333. Go there right now and share this with your friends. If you enjoyed it, share it on Facebook, Twitter, tag me on Instagram, post it on LinkedIn. Let me know that you enjoyed it by sharing it out with your friends and leaving a comment below. So if you leave me a comment below, let me know what you want to hear next, what type of business resources or content you would like me to talk about next. Would you want more about branding and design? We talk about more about books, about what topics on entrepreneurship would you like to know? So let me know in the comments below at lewishouse.com slash 333. Download the brand new free guide. We just put this thing out. So download that right now and uh, let your friends know. Share this out with your friends. Again, lewishouse.com slash 333. You guys have been incredible. I hope this was valuable for you. And I hope you got a lot of wisdom out of this and it was helpful for you. Again, let me know what you want to hear next. We've got some big interviews and episodes coming very soon. The The growth of this podcast has been so inspiring. And uh, it makes me want to find the biggest names in the world for you and tap into their heart and their soul and learn their biggest secrets about how they got to where they are to give it to you. So the more you share this, the more you listen, the bigger the names and guests I can bring on to bring you even more wisdom. And again, this is an absolutely free podcast. So if this is your first time here, just click on the podcast app right now and click on subscribe and, uh, you know, come back. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So thank you all very much for being here. I love you very much. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. <laughs>